today. We're thankful for the online community that we have. We thank the Lord for those that uh, in social media that is that are listening today, and we pray that the, the word that the man of God will bring today it will be a blessing to your soul and to your spirit. You'll find it enriching. And I've always believed that no matter when you come, whenever you come into the house of the Lord, you should always learn something new, something that you didn't know before. And so we just believe that God is going to bring us a word this morning. Amen. Uh, We're excited. We're excited for those that have come and joined in with us. And we're looking to the Lord to, to shake some things within us. Amen. So we all have to look individually in our own selves. And we are so excited about that. So at this time, we're going to go ahead and begin and hear what the Lord has to say from the man of God, from the word of God. Amen. Thank you, babe. Appreciate it. Good morning, church. We'll be coming in from um, Genesis, the book of Genesis, chapter 32. And I'm going to read from... Verses 24 through 31. Amen. Genesis 32. Verses 24 through 31. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Lord, we love you for all the many things that you've done for us. And we ask God that you will keep us, as Pastor Reuben would say, rooted and grounded in you. And Father, during the times that we find ourselves astray, Father, guide us back through the hearing of your word. And the application of the faith thereof, because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. So, Father, I thank you this morning as we go forward in hopes to do your will. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Amen. Genesis, the title of our message today is Alone with Him. Alone with Him. Have you ever been alone with God and you didn't even know you thought you were alone with yourself but you were really alone with God and God had placed you in a position or a situation where there was nothing else there but you and him. Amen? Amen. Verse 24 here says, and Jacob was left, how was he left? Alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thighs was out joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the daybreak. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. How many of y'all know sometimes you got to be 
forceful with God and just refuse the answer no from him. That's biblical. The, 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 the Greek lady, when Jesus said, uh, we can't, it's not meat for us to give the bread that belongs to, to God's children to the dogs. He called a woman a dog. And then the woman retorted and said, now look here. Even the dog get to eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. See, she wasn't going to take no for an answer. She knew what she wanted, and she wasn't going to stop until she got it. You see, she wasn't going to stop until she got it. Verse 27 said, and he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and you have prevailed. Verse 29 says, And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou doest ask after my name. He said, don't worry about what my name is. Deal with the name that I've given you. That's, what, that, that, that's the point. Amen. See, that's the point right there. Don't worry about what somebody else's name is Amen. or what somebody else is doing. Right. What are you doing? Amen. Or what are you going to do and what am I going to do with what God has given us? Regardless of what kind of times and signs of the times and situations that we're going in, we still got to keep moving forward. And he said in verse 30, And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Mm -hmm. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. what he did. He halted upon his thigh. Let's give God some praise for the reading of his word. Amen. Thank you, Lord. For the last couple of months, church, uh, I've been mentally, spiritually, and physically in pain. Going through, as they call it, but on a severe level. Anybody else been there before? Beside me. I mean, let's be honest, you know. Now, if you got it all going on... This hospital, do I need to sit down already? I say this is a hospital. Sick people come here. Jesus said a whole man don't need a physician. A sick man needs Jesus. And we, since we were all born in sin and shaped in iniquity, we all need Jesus Christ in our life. Nobody is above that need. So God speaks to, 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 to us, and, 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 and as I was going through, I was really wrestling with God. And the wrestle ain't over. But at least I know where I am with this thing. And sometimes God has to get us alone. 
for we have to disconnect from everybody, even our spouses. And we're living in the same house. But sometimes we have to disconnect and get alone one-on-one with God because you see some things got to be worked out. But how many of y'all know that God will work it out? In his time, the Bible says he makes all things beautiful. See, see, what happens is, is that we try to make things beautiful in our time. You see, instead of us doing what God would tell us to do, we go by what man tells us to do or what we tell our own city selves. God speaks to us. We don't do what God tells us to do, but what do we do? What we want to do or what people Say they want us to do. But my Bible tells me, Pastor, that, 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 that you didn't choose me. I chose you, and I'm the one that ordained you. I'm the one that gives you your calling and tells you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. But you see, we as human beings, we got a hard head. So God, in the book of Job, he said, I speak to people, I speak to man in two ways. I'll speak to him in a dream when I can withdraw his pride from him. Because, see, I can't get him to listen when he's prideful in his own ego. And then if he won't listen to him, then I'm going to put him on his sick bed. And I've been both. I've been both. When the dream didn't work, the sickness came. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. You better need to hear what God is saying. He said, See, see, we put more stock in what man says and what man thinks about us. And man ain't died for us. Only God did. I was hurting so bad when I get up in the morning time, Brenda had to help me. Four, five, six times greater than a toothache, a major toothache, how bad I was hurting. And I mean it would not let go. Let me tell you something. Don't you ever say that you can't get in so much pain that you can't do some things that you wouldn't normally do. Don't you even try. Don't you even try. Don't you try that with me. Because you see, when you're going through, if you're going through on the right level, you'll do anything to get some relief. Can I get a witness? And you'll worry about the consequences of it later. But I guarantee you, consequences will be there. Amen? Amen? Amen. Jacob was left alone. Mm-hmm. The Word of God says, and Jacob was left alone, verse 24. He was left alone, and he was wrestling with a man. He thought it was a man. And he wrestled with him, how long? Till the break of day. Next verse. The break of day meant that He wrestled with him until a breakthrough came. Can I get the next verse? See, when you're wrestling with God, and must be something going on back there. When when you're wrestling with God, and sometimes you don't even know you're wrestling with him. You think you're wrestling with a man. And you're really wrestling against God. So he continued to wrestle with him, and he... Continued to wrestle with him, and he continued to wrestle with him until he got a breakthrough. The breaking of the day. The dawning of the light. The breakthrough didn't come from a new car. 
The breakthrough didn't come from a new job or a new lady or a new husband or whatever you want to call it. The breakthrough came from some spiritual insight that was God delivering inside of him. He got a breakthrough from within. Uh-huh. See, we, we, we need to start wanting to see, be seen more by God and less by men. Because, see, our old silly ego, now most of us in here too old to even have an ego or even think about having an ego. But we sure don't, huh? I'm going to take my glasses off because I don't, I don't want to see everybody right now. I don't want to see everybody right now. I just want to tell you the truth about us. Most of us in here got too much age on us to be worried about the ego, trying to be something that God ain't called us to be. Uh-huh. You get yourself in big trouble. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Cause you to believe a lie instead of the truth. Ain't that in the book? Oh, foolish. He called them old foolish Galatians. Who made you error? You started out running well. What happened? Now, now you, you, you're succumbing to everything that society is bringing into the church. And if you ain't careful, you'll go along with it. And not only that, you'll be controlled by it from this pulpit. Now you ain't a, a minister of God anymore. Now you're a minister of the devil. I don't care how long you're in this pulpit, you're still going to have some deficiencies. Ain't nobody, none of us all that. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to put my glasses back on now because I want to look at it. (laughs) Verse 25 said, And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, that's when the angel, which was Christ, when he saw that he prevailed not against him because he wasn't going to turn him low. Well, look what he did. He touched the hollow of his thigh. How many of y'all know that word hollow there means that the power of God had to humble him? See, how many of y'all know God will put a limp in your dip? He will. He'll put a dip in your hip. He'll cause you to limp. See, all of us got something that we limp with. You see, see, see before God can take you higher and you'll be able to understand what he's doing, he got to do something to you to humble you. Amen. Okay, all right. Let's look at Paul. See, Paul had a thorn sticking out of him. Some, some kind of sin was sticking out of him. But God said, my grace is sufficient, but I'm going to leave this in you because by reason of the revelation that you've been able to achieve, I don't want you to get beside yourself. You better watch yourself. That's what we were talking about earlier about this kingdom knowledge. It's different than church knowledge because kingdom knowledge puts you on a place where you can understand that Bible differently and you can put it into people differently. And don't you know all hell going to break loose in your life? You think that the devil, you all, people are always talking about the devil picking on, no, you picking on the devil when you start entering into the kingdom and teaching God's people the real truth of the Bible. It goes further than just saying, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. It goes further than that. That goes further than that. Get in the book. When you say in the name of Jesus, you don't even know the depths 
of what they're saying. Do you? You know, life will take you far as you, deep as you let it take you. And when you think you're at your deepest level in life, you still ain't at the depths of life. I hope so. I'm not, I'm not going to repeat that again. I'm going to keep on teaching. See, sometimes I ain't going to throw out but one time. Because God only throws it out one time to me. Like when he say, don't put your hand to the fire. He ain't going to keep telling you that. You, when you go back like something changed you. Ain't a thing changed. Fire's still hot if it ain't hotter. And you'll get burned every time. Hmm? It's rough. But it takes a while because there's something about man. He's hard-headed. It takes us a while. That's why Paul said, look here, be careful. Be careful what you touch. Touch not, taste not, handle not. Because the users thereof perish. You know. So we got to be careful. Because there are some things, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. There are some things that God's not going to deliver you from. You're going to have to live with all your life. Oh, see, y'all don't, see, that kind of preaching ain't popular. See, see. But see, that kind of preaching, I can back it in the Bible because Paul said, take it away from me. God said, no, my grace is sufficient. Amen. See, see what I throw out here, I'm going to back it up with the Bible. I'm not going to back it up with theology because I don't care nothing about theology. I care about the kingdom of God, what the revelations of God from up top through the Holy Spirit give to me so that I can give to you. That's the only thing I care about. I don't care about all that other stuff. I don't care about you running all around the church, rolling on the floor and acting crazy. I don't care nothing about that world. Ain't no power in that. If power is in the kingdom of God. And the application thereof. So he wrestled. And he wrestled. Like I was. Like you been wrestling. And then God said, okay. I got to get this joke off me. So I got the humbling first because I didn't give him a breakthrough and I'm fixing to bless him, but I got to humble him first. Because if I don't humble him first, then what he's going to do is, he or she, whatever, what they're going to do is, you know, you can't even call them manholes no more. Well, what do you call them? A hole? Man, woman hole? What, what, what kind of hole is it? See, we don't come so politically correct, but we so hypocritical. We done lost our minds is what we've done and don't even know it. It's bad to be crazy and not know it. If you're crazy and you know you're crazy, then you got a chance to come to the Lord and ask, Lord, make me saint. Come on, y'all. But if you're crazy and you don't know you're crazy, I ain't too much hope in that, is it? Huh? Am I preaching right up in here this morning? Bible said right here, he touched the thigh. And verse 25 says, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh. Now the word Jacob means suplanter or the mind that's in transition. Now, the, our minds are in transition toward becoming into the fullness of Israel. See, he was about to get a promotion. Amen. But before the promotion could come, there had to be a humbleness. Now, the word Israel means the one that shall rule as God in Hebrew. 
And the Bible backs that up in the book of Corinthians where he said, do you not know that we should judge angels and the worlds? Hmm? That we shall sit on places up top, that we the head and not the tail? He said, I've called you gods, but you would die like men. The book of Psalms. Hmm? Gods with a little g. Because after all, if God is our father, right? Then what are we going to be when we grow up? Okay, that's your boy, Reuben Jr. Huh? You a man, right? You his father, right? When he grow up, what are he going to be when he grow up? He, and he's going to be a man. So if God is our father, when we grow up, see, 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 and I can back that up in the Bible too, then what we going to be? Going to be just like the car. When he comes, we'll be just like. That'll run folk out of church right there. Oh, he blasphemed. No, I didn't. I just told you the truth. You just wasn't able to handle it. Because if you go deep enough in the scripture, you'll see what you are. You've been made in the image and the likeness of God. We are his children. When we grow up, we're going to be just like him when he comes. That's what the books say. In what way? The first John? One of them. First, second, or third John. But I think it's in the first one. But it's in there. And I'm glad I got some Bible scholars up in here. No. Goes on down in and saying that, uh, that, that, that in verse 26, that, and he said, let me go for the daybreak. In other words, I got the breakthrough. But then, and he said, I will not let thee go except you bless me. Yeah, I got a breakthrough, but now I need to be blessed. That's, that, that's Jacob, see. So God feed the blessing now, see. God finna give him what he want because he wrestled with him in prevail. <coughs> and he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob, in other words, I'm the soup planter. I'm the mind that's in transition. And verse 28 said, and he said, thy name should be called no more Jacob. In other words, you're not a trickster no more. You know, because when your mind is in transition, it can do all kind of tricky things, can't it, y'all? Come on now. But he said, now your name is Israel. See, then he, he humbled him first, and then he promoted him, right? Amen. He said, now you're going to be ruling just like me. Because that's what Israel means in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. I did from the Hebrew, the original Bible, y'all, and studied this stuff. Verse 28, and he goes on, and, 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 he, said, and he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for as a prince... Hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. You see, Matthew 24, 13 says, He that endure to the end shall be saved. You see, he wrestled with the angel of the Lord until the end, until he got what he... See, we got to learn to just keep walking. See, see Minister Hill... Spoke a word last week that stuck in my mind. And, 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 and what it was is that, you know, when you're on the road and you're driving and you're in a rainstorm, right? You know, the rain fall on the just and the unjust. You know how that is. Every day ain't pretty. Every day ain't pretty. 
And, and sometimes they start out pretty and end up ugly. Sometimes vice versa. You just don't never know. You just got to go through it, right? It's raining back here and you driving. Now, a lot of people stop. And they still caught in the rain. But if you keep driving, that's why I always say just keep walking. If you keep walking, if you keep driving, sooner or later, you'll come out of that rain and you'll look back. And you'll see that those that stop walking or those that stop driving are still sitting there in that rain. In other words, when you're going through, don't stop walking. You got to keep on walking. Because like I said, if Israel would have kept walking, they wouldn't have had to ask God to open up the Red Sea. It would have just opened up on its own. What you stopping for? Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Okay, it's raining. Okay. Just keep driving. You'll come out of it. Brenda and I was coming up from, from, from the coast. Uh, when was it, last week? Yeah, last week. I said, Brenda, we're going to leave early because Barry coming in. We don't know what that thing's going to do. You see? So we got up out of there for that rain. You understand? We had sister know. Well, I did. I did. To have sister enough to to get away from that, see? I wish I had that much sense all the time to, to not allow myself to get in the rain. Because most of the rain in our life, we do it, we, we, we the one get out there in it. <laughs> right? And then we get out there in it without an umbrella. We just stand out there looking crazy. Huh? Come on. Come on. We might well have fun and laugh at our silly selves. It's all right. You know, we're just having fun in the Lord, right? See, when you're having fun in the Lord, you receive the word better. Because you can look at ourselves. You see, we're all in this together. And we all know that we're jacked up. (laughs) Then we can receive the word better, right? And laugh about it. And leave here happy instead of leaving there talking about, you know what old Sally Sue made me mad today. Well, she looked at me wrong. And she, Did you see what this one had? All that old church crazy, stupid stuff. When y'all have your tail on up in here, just come on up here, feel safe, be happy, you know. Because all of us, like I say, all of us got trying to get well. So, so, so everybody, you know, had, Jacob had a limp, right? Something was wrong with him. He had to be humble. Paul had a thorn. Because he had to be humble. Because if he wasn't, the revelation would have put him beside himself. Because knowledge puffs up. That's what God's word says. So when you're getting all this knowledge from God, you can bet there's got to be a thorn somewhere to humble you to keep you from getting beside yourself. And some people get crazy anyway. And they don't last long at all in this game. So I'm going to tell you something. Attest to this, Pastor. When you chose to do this thing, you better make sure it's God. Am I right about that? Man ain't got nothing to do with this. You better make sure because when you go through the, you know what that you got to go through? Listen to me. You have me why my head, I'll tell him why my head ball. (laughs) 
But what if I got a head at all? After dealing with all this. See, some people think that is glory to get in the pool. Yeah, you, you do it long enough. You'll see the oh boy, what have I got? Mm. All right now. Come on now. Come on now. But you got to keep walking. And God will give you the strength. That's if God's in it. That's if God is in it. Paul had a thorn. Moses stuttered and had an anger problem. He wanted to kill folk that didn't want to do right. That's a handicap. But God used him anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can go on 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 down through there and you can see. Some people come through the door, got a thorn sticking out of them. Some people going through the door limping. Some people come through the door angry. Some people come through the door with all that and some more. But everybody got something. And everybody need Jesus. You know? And I don't care how you come up, how pretty you look when you come through the door and all of that. You ain't all that. Because somewhere in there, there's either a thorn, anger, frustration. There's something limping in your life. And that's why the Bible says we ought to be able to confess our faults among each other so that we might be healed. But you can't do that with a lot of folk because when you're down, folk get crazy on you. It takes some good ones. Thank you, bro. It takes some good ones. Thank you all. It takes some good ones. Thank you, baby. Glenn, Don, Annie, everybody in here. Thank you for your love. Thank you. See, because that's what this thing is all about. I'd rather have what we got right here than a whole house full of hell up in here. Because all I want to do is just come here, give you the word, and let's leave here happy. Even if you don't come in, what did I tell you, baby? Didn't I tell you you'll smile for us over with? You laugh several times. They might start out crazy, but it ain't got to end up crazy. See, it's in our power through the Holy Spirit to change this thing. That's in our power. That's the power that God has given us. Now, now, now verses um, 30, 29 says, And Jacob asked him, and he said, Tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou doest ask after my name? You know, well, why are you asking me my name? And look what he did. And he blessed him there. Jacob got what he wanted. See, when you determine to stick it out and be planted, like he said, and let God do it. God plants you in front. Y'all have heard this before. I plant a tree in the front. I come back in the morning, this doesn't move itself in the back. We got a problem. God plants you somewhere. And then you uproot your, God got a problem because that ain't what God told you. Y- y- y'all get what I'm saying up in here? I don't care whether you like it or not. 
I'm going to tell you the truth. And then when you get your head busted, then it'd be God wrestling with you because you wrestle with him. And then what he going to do? He's going to bust that head like he busted mine. You ever had your busted pastor? Uh, to the white meat. I see you got a band-aid on your head, son. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. I got a whole bunch of them on my you-know-what. You, you can't see them. Uh, and verses 30, <coughs> And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, where Peniel means face of God. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Now, let me give you some understanding here. He didn't see him face to face like face to face, because no man can look upon God and live, okay? Let's, let's, let's get this right here. When it says that they saw or he saw God face to face, that simply means they were in agreement like Moses when he saw God face to face. See, they were in agreement with each other, but God told him straight up, you better get down in the cliff of this rock. That's Christ, because you can't look upon me, but I'll let you see my backside. In other words, I won't let you see the front of me, because I'm way beyond past being found out, but I'll let you see the backside of me, some things that you know, that I've already taken care of, you know, because I'm always on the move. But I'm the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega. And when you get to the beginning, you already got to the end. And when you get to the end, you already got to the beginning. Because, you see, I'm built that way. And the Bible says that God is way past finding him. Can't find him out. Can't find God out. The more you know about God, the less you, or the, the more you figure out, the less you know about him. The more you know about him, you'll figure out that's the less I know about him. It's too big. That's why the scriptures, they just keep growing and growing and growing and growing and growing as you can handle them. So he says now in verse 31, and I'm done. And as he passed, over Peniel, in other words, after we come in agreement with God and start walking in that way, look what happened. The sun rose upon him. In other words, he was able to see like he'd never been seen before, right? Mm -hmm. And look what he did. And he halted upon his thigh. You know what? Look what he did. He halted upon his thigh. In other words, as God was showing him more and more and more, you know what he did? He remained humble. Amen. He didn't move out of that spot of humbleness. He halted upon that hollow thigh where it had been hit and knocked out of joint. You see what God does? You see how God opens up the word of God so you, we can apply it to our life, you know? And the big point of this is to stay humble. The big point of this is to know that, yes, sometimes we've got to be alone with God and wrestle with God. And let me tell you something. Being alone with God usually is not pretty. You see, Moses was alone with God when he met him on the backside of the mountain. 
And I told y'all before, you don't meet God on the front street. See, too many of us want to be on front street. You meet God on the back side of the mountain where nobody can see. Where was David? On the back side. Didn't nobody even know he existed. His brother didn't even like him. Where well, that little thing that he always getting into something. But God had his eye on him. See, God got his eye on you on the backside. See, the most important part of this ministry, it ain't me, it's you. It's, it's, it's what's in the body that's the most important. Because if your heart, which you can't see, if it stops or your lungs or whatever, you you through, right? You get, get with me now. Now, now I see that face all day long, but that face ain't the important. Oh, y'all don't see, 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 see. We, we we need to get real up in here. We need to get real up in here. You see, it's what's inside the body that makes the whole thing work. You see, face ain't no good if the rest of it ain't working, cause face gonna be looking mighty crazy. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. If you got disease out here, spiritual disease, church got a pop. You can have all the physical diseases you want, but if you got a spiritual disease, in other words, you can't hear God no more, then we got a problem. We got a problem. Because now you hear another voice, and whoever has your ear holds your future. Okay. Remember Eve? Who had Eve's ear? The serpent. And what did it do? It controlled her future. Who had Adam's ear? Eve. And it messed up Adam's future. Whoever has your ear holds your future. Amen. Give God some praise up in the house, y'all. Give him praise. Come on up, sis. You end up with battle scars. And so when we go through that, that wrestling moment, look to have a limp. When, when you're in the process of wrestling with God, expect to have a limp. Amen. Have some battle scars. I don't know about y'all, but we all got some battle scars. I know I've got some. Amen. I've got some battle scars. I know that. But I thank and praise God for those battle scars. Because if I didn't have the battle scars, then I wouldn't be where I am today in the Lord. Amen. So God knows what, what has to be done in all of our lives in order to get us where we need to be in Christ. In Christ. So once again, let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. 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 I pray that, that the Holy Spirit gave you something that, that you didn't know before. Or, or we are a teaching ministry. We are a teaching ministry. And it is um, the job of, of, of the leaders here to impart into you, well, really to in, reveal to, to each one of us what we have on the inside. 
most of the time you, you go somewhere and it's all about, you know, you can't get a prayer through. It's got to be the prayer. 